Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. Today we are going to be talking news about Steppenwolf and the man scoring the Wonder Woman film. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And today we've got a special guest. We're going to be talking with Andy DiGenova. He's a name you probably already know if you listen to a podcast. You're probably already listening to Holy Batcast. If you're not, you should be. Uh, he's one of the b- best people out there for podcasting DC and Batman stuff. Um, he runs Holy Batcast, and he also does the Batman News Podcast. And he spent a couple years doing the Batman Universe Podcast, as well as his own podcast, Real Fans for Real Movies. So he does a lot of podcasting and a lot in the DC and Batman world. And just wanted to say welcome, Mandy. Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I talk a lot out there on a lot of different things but uh uh yeah glad to be here thank you so much for the invitation absolutely glad to have you so i guess we're going to jump right in with the news real quick yeah so our first piece of news uh is they've announced casting for steppenwolf in justice league and they've picked kieran karen karen hines so i'm just gonna i'm gonna pronounce it three different ways and one of those will be right so please don't get mad at me um you might know him uh he played aberforth dumbledore in the last Harry Potter movie. Um, and if you watch Game of Thrones, he plays a character in that. Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I heard he's good in that. So uh, what do you think about that, Tom? Yeah, this is... Uh, I'm just glad we finally know who's... We can put a voice behind Steppenwolf. Uh, are you familiar with him at all, Andy? Uh, I am. And what's so funny is I'm looking at his IMDb page, and he's someone I have seen over the years a million times. And I was like, Oh yeah, that guy, that guy's really scary. He's really intimidating. (laughs) But, but even so looking at his IMDb page, I'm like, I don't know which, which place I was introduced to him from because he's been in a million things in the last 20 years. Uh, So I don't even know why I know him, but I do know him because he's just one of those character actors that pops up everywhere. And usually as someone scary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when I heard except the for name. except for in Frozen, when then he's the the nice little troll. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's very versatile, I guess. But um, yeah, I hadn't heard the name before. But like I said, he's been in a ton, a ton of stuff. So, and I listened. I've just listened to his voice, <laughs> and it kind of sounded like you would want a new god to sound, if that makes sense. He sounds like a scary person mm-hmm. capable of playing Steppenwolf. Uh, so another thing in the article from the rap was that it's going to be motion capture yeah almost completely motion capture what do you think about that andy that's interesting um i i hope they use his his face though because the the guy like i said has the intimidating presence that you want from steppenwolf so it'll be really interesting to see uh if it is motion capture how humanoid he will look and uh how much he will look like himself and how much he will look like that big hulking creature from the deleted scene in uh batman versus superman so it'll be interesting it makes sense considering we know that principal photography has ended so i guess it makes sense that they wouldn't cast him till now if it wasn't going to be anything but motion capture uh i just hope that that the actor comes through in that because uh he's a great actor and and you want to see more of him yeah, it it sounds mean, but he has a scary looking face, and so yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'd like to see. So I don't know if they're gonna if they do something like crazy with his costume because like some of the ways he looks in the in the comics, I could see how they would need to do a CGI uh, just for his costume, and you know he's gonna mm. be jumping around and destroying people. Um, so I understand the the full motion capture for that, but 
But like you said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see his face come through because he's got a scary looking face. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if either of you are familiar with the new 52 version, but Steffen, Steppenwolf looks really intimidating yeah. in that. I really like that look um, with the the red, and he's sort of got a helmet. The helmet, so you see right. his face, but he's still got the helmet. That's the picture yeah. that's been making the rounds. I would like yeah. to see that, but I guess we'll see. I, I think we'll see something similar to that. I mean, it makes sense. Again, it's it's the latest incarnation in the comics, so it would make sense for them to take inspiration from that. Uh, when you saw that glimpse of the character in Batman versus Superman, the helmet was the dead giveaway. Uh, mm-hmm. But in right. that in that footage, there was no face, and so it looked more just like a monster. So that's where where I'll be very curious as to see how they change his design for Justice League to be. Something that looks a little closer to the comics that you're mentioning. Right. And um, yeah, like they said, it's going to be a slightly upgraded look from the the deleted scene in Batman v Superman. Uh, and that that was, you know, we didn't expect it to look like that because that was sort of Kryptonian tech projecting right. Steppenwolf. Um, but do you guys think he's going to be, he had to be, what, 12 or 15 feet tall? <laughs> yeah. Standing right. over Lex there. Do you think we're going to see that height from the new gods in Justice League? Man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, they could go either way. Like, it could have been because it was the representation on the uh, that Kryptonian liquid metal stuff uh, that it was just exaggerated in size for the communication, or they could be like, "Oh no, no, no he's just he's just huge," which will of course <laughs> make him more intimidating uh, against the Justice League. But I think right now they have they have a place where they can go either way. I I would expect him not to be that huge throughout the film. Uh, just because the scale of interactions between him and the Justice League will be really weird if he's yeah. twice their size. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you only see the tops of their heads ever and like his chest. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll all be talking to his crotch and it'll be really <laughs> awkward. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what he looks like, but I'm not worried about Zack Snyder and Michael Wilkinson, the costume designer, letting us down on the visuals. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other quick little thing we're going to talk about is we finally figured out who's going to be scoring Wonder Woman, and it is Rupert, Rupert Gregson Williams. Uh, this is coming from the playlist.net. They had the exclusive. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, it's not surprising because he's done a lot of Adam Sandler movies in the past, right? An insane, That's so weird. <laughs> an insane amount of Adam Sandler movies. That's not what I was expecting. Uh, but more recently, he's done The Legend of Tarzan, and he's doing the upcoming Hacksaw Ridge, uh, Mel Gibson's mm-hmm. film. Uh, one thing that I was interested to see, he's apparently part of the Remote Control Productions, which is Hans Zimmer's sort of collection of composers who do uh, Junkie XL is a part of it. Um, some other big names are all a part of it. So I think this is Hans Zimmer approved. Mm, that would make sense. I think his brother, Harry Gregson Williams, is part of it too. Okay. I believe. I know that Harry Gregson Williams, uh, who is one of my favorite composers, he mentored under Hans Zimmer and is now okay. one of the, the biggest names in, in film composition in the business. Uh, and so when I heard Rupert Gregson Williams, I was like, huh? <laughs> do they mean do they mean Harry and they changed his name? Like what's going on here? And I did not know he had a brother who was also a composer. So this is the first time I've ever heard Rupert Gregson Williams's name. 
And what's funny is on the last episode of Holy Batcast, I actually be, I'm a huge movie score nerd. It's like I listen to them all the time. And so I was really anxious to hear who is going to be scoring Wonder Woman because that's a big thing for me. And it was like the galaxy heard me and then <laughs> answered within a couple of hours because then this hit was that Rupert Gregson Williams is doing it. And so I immediately had to look him up. His Adam Sandler experience was a little concerning to me. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was like, what? Like, we want the guy who scored Grown Ups to do Wonder Woman? Maybe not the best idea. It's so weird. Um, but then when I saw some of his his more recent stuff, like The Legend of Tarzan uh, and Hacksaw Ridge, and he did Hotel Rwanda, which was a you know critically acclaimed mil- movie, I saw that and I was like, okay, maybe this is a guy who's like on the verge of breaking out and he's got some great work to, to give us. And so definitely going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but it, it is kind of a question mark at this point. I, I didn't see Legend of Tarzan. And if I had, maybe I'd have a better idea uh, if I should be excited about the score. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. No, I, I did see it. I didn't. I wasn't specifically listening for the score. So I'm not, I like scores, but I'm not as into it as you. I don't mm. usually notice unless it's Hans Zimmer or, you know, some of the other big names. But right. It definitely fit the mood of the movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I remember about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I might have to like look up some tracks on YouTube just to see it, just to make myself feel better and be like, okay, this is good. This is good. He's going to be good. Uh, because, uh, again, for me, music is such a, a huge part of, of the movie that uh, not knowing we're not going to have Hans Zimmer, I, I hope that whoever takes over, in this case, Rupert Gregson-Williams, is going to step up in a big way because uh, I just I just want that score to be awesome. Stephen Price's score for Suicide Squad was fantastic, so I was very yeah. happy with that. Um, so I, I am giving him, you know, the benefit of the doubt and, and hoping he's going to blow us away with something for wonder woman. Uh, but again, just looking at his resume for me, I'm like, I, I hope this is good stuff. I just don't know. Yeah. And, and the music in the first two trailers has been awesome, but who knows if he's even done that in the score. Right. The, the theme song was already there. So yeah, he didn't have to do that part. Exactly. That's all the news we have for today. I want to give a big thank you to Andy Dijanova for joining us on today's episode. If you like what you heard, uh, please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review if you think we deserve it. Make sure to listen on Wednesday for the rest of the inter- interview with Andy DiGenova. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.